Good day to you, and welcome to the latest episode of Security in a Zero Trust World, powered by Unisys. I'm your host, Steve Mullen. This podcast examines the cybersecurity challenges facing not only businesses, but governments and consumers. In each episode, we will interview an expert who will give us information on what steps are being taken to address these challenges, as well as how cybersecurity impacts your trust in the systems that you interact with every single day. In this episode, we're talking about speed. Anyone over the age of, say, 35 or 40 certainly remembers that sound. It's the sound of a telephone modem, and it used to be the primary way of connecting your computer to a network or another computer. Back in those days, things moved slowly, and there was time to react to a cybersecurity threat. Nowadays, though, reaction time has moved closer and closer to zero. Our guest for this episode is Tom Patterson, Chief Trust Officer for Unisys. He's written an article called Speed Kills about how cybersecurity reaction time needs to match the speed of cyber criminals. Tom, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, it's great to be here, Steve. Corporate cybersecurity is in the news a lot, and I do mean a lot, because it seems like every other day more of our data is stolen. Why is this such a big problem? Well, it's certainly in the news. I agree with you there. And, and uh, you know, while I'd agree it's been a problem for a while, and, and it's been you know, monetary losses now in the billions of dollars, you know, as well as consequential impacts to businesses and governments around the world, that's newsworthy stuff. But today, we're really on the cusp of it becoming a much bigger problem. And it's one where the consequences are not just money or time, but life and death. And the reason there is, is that you know, these corporations that, that many of us work for around the world, these corporations today are often part of the world's critical infrastructure. So it's not the government's necessarily providing the life-saving services, but it's these companies providing needed services such as transportation and power and communications and healthcare, food and water, others, you know, all of these critical infrastructure services are absolutely life and death services. So when they, they get attacked, the reason might not be to steal money from them or just to make them have a bad day, but it could be to further impact entire civilizations. And that's really where we are with cybersecurity today and why it's on the headlines and why it's such a big problem. And it's something uh, that Unisys takes very seriously on our behalf as well as behalf of, of our critical infrastructure clients around the world. So between corporate business and infrastructure attacks with malware and other cyber attacks, how much of an increase are we talking about over the last 10 years? It seems like a huge increase. Yeah, so... So numbers are, are tricky in, in the cyber business as well as, as others. It's too easy to give sort of a false impression whether things are good or, or things are bad. The numbers now, you know, billions of attacks you know, per day per company, you know, are sort of normal things that a firewall sees. It's just the cost of doing business in a connected world. But I would say, you know, and I read all of the reports from around the world, I would say in general, the numbers are going up. Uh, there's a, a recent study earlier this year that showed the aggregate number of attacks just a little bit more than doubling year over year, 2017 to 2018. But that's not really the story, at least not the whole story, Steve. You know, we look at the effectiveness change, and that's where the story gets a little scarier because it's the effectiveness of these attacks 
that's getting much better, at least you know, from the bad guy's perspective. And so we, we look at organized crime-based attacks, or what we call transnational crime, and they're actually way down in the total number of attacks, with way up with the actual results that they were after. So they're, they're launching fewer attacks that are much more successful. And there are reasons for that. There's technical reasons for that, uh, both on the offense, there's technical reasons for that on the defense. And that's one of the places that Unisys really tries to step in, is to make sure that organizations that had good security for yesterday are now able to understand that the threat has changed so dramatically they need to really revamp the way they look at protecting themselves in today and, and certainly for tomorrow. So that, that's really the effectiveness is a better gauge than the actual total aggregate, but they're both going up. Well, in the article you wrote entitled Speed Kills, you mentioned reaction time in a cyber attack is down to seconds now. What does that mean for prevention efforts? That is, that is really one of the, the big changes that we see here at Unisys, you know, and when we go to protect our clients and, you know, what we call speed to kill is an important new aspect of these cyber attacks. A lot of companies have very good security people in them. They've, they've paid certainly a lot of money for security gizmos and gadgets throughout the years, and, and they have their systems in place. Uh, but they were built to, to withstand an attack where they had time. They, they could see something going on, and the security officer on duty would call the head of the security and maybe call the chief security officer, who would then go to his sponsor on the board or the executive team, say, look, we got to make this change. we got to shut down this area of the business because this bad thing's about to happen. There used to be time for that. You used to have days or minutes or hours in looking at when you saw something before it would actually start to do the damage. Now we really don't have that luxury. A lot of this, sort of the transnational crime that's starting launching a lot of these attacks, as well as the uh, intelligence communities around the world that are launching state-sponsored attacks against companies. These are so sophisticated that the attacks happen within seconds. So as soon as they do something that will set off an alarm, the damage is done. So if your defense still says, Let's call the executive in charge and make sure it's okay to turn off services. For Let's say you're a power company. You say, okay, we need to shut down the power for this city in order to make sure that our whole network isn't destroyed. You know, the security officer does not have generally the power to do that, does not have the authority to do that. And by the time they call somebody and get the authority and explain to them what's going on, the damage can be done today. So we're really looking at helping companies automate their defenses and really get them to operate at that same speed speed that the attackers now have. You can't rely on your existing policies and procedures. They all need to be updated and you need uh, new technologies to help you defend. And that's where we deploy a lot of artificial intelligence, what we call augmented intelligence, as well as dynamic defenses. So that as soon as a trigger is hit or a set of circumstances exist, you can start to automatically dial up the defenses. We can move, move an organization or parts of organizations into a quarantine mode within seconds now. And we do that regularly with our clients so that when, let's say, ransomware gets in, as it's likely to do with any big organization somewhere, someone's going to click on the wrong thing. Before it has a chance to spread laterally through the whole organization, you can lock yourself down and give yourself a chance to root it out before disaster happens. And that's really what we talked about in that Speed Kills article. It's time for every organization that values its survival to really update its defenses to work at the same speed that the attackers are now working. 
So one of the things you were talking about in that article is proactive prevention versus reactive detection. Now, correct me if I'm wrong about it. It sounds like you're talking about stopping the attack before it starts versus noticing the attack and then trying to do something about it. <laughs> it's absolutely, absolutely correct, Steve. I, I came out of the intelligence community where we have a term called left of boom, and we all like to work left of boom. So our job is to make sure, you know, do our work before a boom would happen. And so at Unisys, we sort of work in that same way. We like to design, implement, and operate systems that are going to maintain resilience, even in the face of today's advanced attacks and advanced adversaries. So by doing that, we're not saying we can stop everything that's going to happen. Uh, people will click on the wrong thing. They still will pick up a thumb drive and stick it in to see what's on it. The attacks are very clever, and, and people are being co-opted in the most clever ways with deep fakes and things. So we understand that that's a reality, uh, but we also understand that we can be very proactive about these defenses where you understand that. And the big thing that we do here at Unisys is we shift the goal. The goal isn't absolute security because we don't think it's attainable in today's you know, business world. What we focus on is absolute resilience. We want to make sure that these advanced attacks will not destroy a client or a company or a government. And that is possible. That's, the, that's what we work towards here at Unisys. And that, that kind of proactive approach is really something that uh, we think sets us apart in the market. Well, in a previous episode, we talked about the Cybersecurity Moonshot Program. How does this tie into all that? Yeah, that, that's something that we're very proud of here. Our CEO, Peter Altabeth, was uh, appointed by the president to sit on the NSAC panel, which was charged two years ago to come up with a way that America can be safe and secure for its critical infrastructure over the internet within 10 years. And that's a, a huge, huge issue. But we're tackling some of the same things and we're leveraging some of the same good stuff. So we understand that we need a trusted supply chain in, in the country and around the world where you can really trust the technology that you're using. We know the policies needs to be adjusted. We know the privacy needs to be respected. But there's also this technology pillar. We're really looking at the advent and, and advancement of things like artificial intelligence or augmented intelligence around 5G connectivity. Uh, so all of these are, are now part of uh, our arsenal of defense, both for our clients today and for our roadmaps for tomorrow. And our final question, what about human intelligence? We're talking about using technology to stop these attacks, but what about the behavior within the organization of the humans working there? Well, I, I would say, uh, A, it's uh, an absolutely important part of the equation. It's not just technology. It never has been. Say the answer with using this in terms of uh, behavioral changes starts at the top and the bottom. I mean, you have to have the buy-in from the owners of the company, whether it's the shareholders or the board of directors or the leadership, uh, whatever the organization structure is, the very top has to really buy in. This is not just an IT issue anymore. This is something that is the very survival of that organization and uh, the ability to continue to serve their clients and customers. So it's, it's a business problem. It needs to be understood as such at the top. But also, everybody interacts. Every human that interacts with the organization's technology needs to have a different uh, perspective. That They need to, to understand that it is their job, that they do need to know what to do, what not to do, and what to do if they do this or not to do that. That education, that understanding you know, just as we did in other sectors around only you can prevent forest fires or buckle up for safety, 
You know, there needs to be ways to reach everybody that's interacting with the internet now and really change their behaviors at the same time that the leadership gets on board and understands that we've got to work together to make this place safer. And if we do that, we can, in fact, get ahead of this whole issue. We can, within 10 years, have a safe and secure internet for the delivery of critical infrastructure services. And that's something that benefits every human on this planet. We'll go ahead and end it there. Tom Patterson, Chief Trust Officer at Unisys. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Uh, Great to be here. Thanks to Tom for that information. And if you'd like to read the entire article we've been talking about, follow the link in the show notes to this episode. Be sure to subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts and elsewhere so you don't miss a single episode of this series. Thanks for listening to Security in a Zero Trust World, powered by Unisys. I'm Steve Mullen.